This is the Influencers Network podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the executive director for Influencers Global Ministries in Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh, Today, I'm uh, here with our regional director from Northwest Arkansas, Tom C. Welcome, Tom. Hey, thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate this. Uh, We've interviewed you, Tom, a couple times uh, in different contexts. And today, we want to talk about something Tom and I've been doing that's it's kind of a pilot uh, experimental thing, I guess, in, in a way, but uh, it's turned into something pretty exciting. And, and, and what we want to talk about today is how God is using technology to help us reach more men and women. And, and uh, some really cool things have, have happened. So, so let, me, let me set the table, and then I'll, I'll let Tom tell you guys a little bit about uh, his viewpoint on this thing. But um, I'll, I'll go back a few years back. We, we've had a, a need to meet, was, since we have regions all over the country, we uh, have had a need to uh, have meetings and conference calls. And, and several years ago, I had a young uh, sales kind of guy in Tulsa who was telling me, you ought to use GoToMeeting video conferencing. And that way, when you're meeting with people, it's like you're with them. And so we started experimenting with this several years back. And, and it was pretty good. All of a sudden, it's like you feel like you can see them face to face. And somewhere along the way, um, we had a thought that what if uh, – what if we used technology to have a virtual journey group? What if what if we used video conferencing? Because there's all all the time we would get uh, people would say, "Hey, do you have a journey group in this city or that city?" And I'd be like, "Well, no, we don't yet, but you could start one. You can be the first one. You can be a pioneer." And a lot of the times, those guys are not ready for that. Well, they hadn't gone through the journey, right? They hadn't gone through, and and <laughs> but you know, you still could train somebody new. But it's always better if you've gone through the journey. You're right. So uh, so this idea was birthed that what if we did a virtual journey group and we just went through the curriculum with a group of guys on video conference. And, and we had no clue whether or not they would actually be able to get it over, you know, using using Zoom or using some go to meeting or whatever. Yeah. We didn't know if they'd be able to get it like you do when you're sitting around a table. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't know if it would be a disconnect because of the technology or first of all we didn't know if the technology would work very good if it would be all garbled and you know if if you can't hear and see people if they're all blurry that wouldn't that would be hard. Or their mouth is moving, but you don't hear anything until four <laughs> seconds later. Yeah, yeah. So so, uh, so we did some investigation, and we feel like we found the best technology, at least for us, is this Zoom. It's called Zoom, and some of you guys out there may have, have used that in your businesses or whatever. But So that part was good, and then uh, you're right. But beyond that, would there be an, kind of an intimacy that gets built amongst a normal journey group you know, and, and, a, and a trust and all that when you're looking at guys in another city over the screen, right? But, but, you know, Brian, I felt like we had uh, some encouragement because we had uh, one guy here named Eric Nuyu that was guiding a group. First, he was guiding a group using his cell phone and, and doing some messaging with his thumbs. And, and do, so he's doing both with a group of guys in uh, Rwanda, mm-hmm. Africa. Mm-hmm. And then he went from doing from completing that group and started and then he started one in Cameroon and he was using uh, WhatsApp. Yeah. 
And uh, I felt pretty encouraged. I, I was on a couple of the meetings just to see how it was working. And I was pretty encouraged about what was going on. And so that wasn't video. That wasn't using video, was it? Well, the WhatsApp, it uses your phone and... <laughs> okay, so it's like a FaceTime call or something yeah, like that. It's yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so we've been dabbling with this for a little while. Um, this is probably our biggest, uh, you know, official effort, I would say. So we uh, we put a uh, an email out around the country and said, hey, we're thinking about doing this. If any of you guys out there have a friend or a family member that lives in a city where we don't have influencers, you've been wanting to get them in a journey group, here's your chance. And I, we were surprised. We, I mean, we started out with about... 18 some guys interested in the beginning mm-hmm. and we did we did it just like a normal journey group everything was just we did the six-week study of the journey of the inner chamber and then by the time we got started we had about a dozen guys right or 11 guys or yeah we, what we had was uh we had nine guys plus brian and i so it was 11 of us yeah yeah and uh, the other guys had, had either not joined us or one of them had dropped out yeah, which, but that's kind of what the six-week study is all about, to figure out who really wants to do it. And maybe the technology prohibited some guys from wanting to do it. But uh, but anyway, but the guys who joined in, uh, they were all in. They were they were willing to do it, and they've been faithful. And and so it's uh, it's been a pretty amazing experience. We're not finished yet, but so far we've got some pretty good uh, evidence that this thing works. Right, Tom? Well, you know, we're on May 1st. We're going to have our graduation ceremony, and we're going to do that at Soto. And they're all flying in to Soto or to Arkansas and then traveling over to Soto. And uh, we're going to have our graduation ceremony. It's the most ama- one of the most amazing groups I've ever been part of. Mm-hmm. These guys are getting it. They understand. They all want to. Uh, most of them are talking about guiding groups. In fact, three of them have already started groups even though they haven't finished. They've already started groups uh, in Illinois and Texas and uh, where's the other one? And Missouri. And so it's pretty amazing what's going on. And these guys are understanding the importance of having an intimate, abiding relationship with Jesus. And they also have gotten the fact that, hey, I have a sacred obligation or a sacred responsibility to let other people be discipled. Yeah, we, and then we and then we we had one guy join us uh, about four or five sessions in, who was listening to our podcasts, and he and he's in Detroit, Michigan, and he finally got so interested, he said, "How do I get in on this thing?" And then we we did, we decided to invite him to join our virtual group, and it's been he's been a great addition. So we have twelve now, twelve yep. of us now. And the interesting part is, is that. Uh, He's not. He he's Catholic, mm-hmm. and you know Catholics are usually a little more uh, st- structured as to how they want to do things, and so he's had a he's he struggled a bit at first because of that, but now he's now he's just like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the word I always use is hungry. You know, yeah, you want the good. The best journey participants are the guys who are hungry to know more of God, and and all the guys in this group are that way. Um, and uh, so, so tell them real quick where everybody's from, just just st- cities and states, just so they know kind of what it's like. Yeah, we've got uh, one guy in in Delaware, and uh, we got another one in uh, Michigan, in Detroit, uh-huh. and we got one in Kabul, Missouri, 
one in Rockwall, Texas, uh, Hutchison, Kansas, San Diego, California, St. Louis, Saint slash Louis. Costa Rica. Part of the time is in Costa Rica, <laughs> and one in Mal- uh, one in uh, Malaysia, mm-hmm. and uh, gosh, where they? and one in one that lives in uh, Bentonville. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mean, they're scattered all over the place and uh, different time zones. And the one in Malaysia, whenever we meet at night, it's early in the morning for him. And so whenever we have our, our, our retreat, half-day retreats, it's early in the morning for us and late, late at night for him. But, he, but he's still there. Yeah. You know, he wants to be on it. He wants to do it. Yeah, so just just technically speaking, we we do it on Monday nights, uh, 7.30 Central PM, Central Time. So because we wanted to accommodate the West Coast and East Coast guys and, and not be too late or not too early. And uh, and we've, we've been meeting every other week. Uh, and so the, the, one of the biggest things was, well, how are you going to do the prayer retreats? You know, so the meetings is one thing, uh, but how do you do the prayer retreats? So for the first prayer retreat, you want to tell them about that? Yeah, the first prayer retreat uh, was on a Saturday morning, which is typical. And so what we did was we met, we Zoomed in, so everybody tuned in on their Zoom, and we met at 7.30 in the morning, and we set the stage for them. And then we, uh, after we got through with that, uh, we sent them out to go and, and do their prayer, their half day of prayer, and they and told them to come back in uh, three, three and a half hours, and they did. And we got back on, and then we uh, and then we talked about what happened, just like you do in a regular journey group. Uh-huh. It's not any different. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, what happened when you when you talked to God? What happened to you? Have you ever done anything like this before? And and it, it was it was it was amazing. The only thing we didn't do is we didn't feed them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we didn't give them real food anyway. It's hard to do virtual food. <laughs> that's right. And uh, and then we did the uh, we just got through doing the uh, spiritual gifts, and uh, and that was uh, actually that was the for me it was the best spiritual gifts one that uh, I've ever been involved in, and I think maybe it uh, maybe it was Brian's leadership, but the, the way it worked out was we spent about twenty minutes. As a minimum, I'd say as an average, well, actually not even average, but it's at least 20 minutes with every guy, sometimes more. And uh, and what was so really cool about it was not only did they get a chance to talk about what they felt like their spiritual gifts were and why, but also the reaffirming by the other members of the group. I mean, it's just like, hey, you know, we're, we're brothers. You know, they'd already bonded. <laughs> They were transparent. They don't mind speaking up, and they reaffirmed uh, the spiritual gifts that uh, they that the guys thought they had or thought they were receiving. And and you know, some of them expressed, "Hey, I see this and this in you that you didn't mention, and I, I see this in you as, <laughs> as, yeah. as what I think is a spiritual gift." And it was it was amazing. So that lasted. Three yeah, hours. Yeah, three or three and a half hours. Yeah. And, and then we told them to go and, and dedicate their spiritual gifts like you do in a prayer retreat to go pray and offer to God. And some really cool things happened for the guys during that time, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and uh, one guy uh, wrote us on Saturday afternoon that he had dedicated his spiritual gifts to God. And he says he was looking around, you know, do I, 
do I build a stone somewhere like they did in the Old Testament? <laughs> <laughs> and he came up with uh, uh, first was it First Kings nineteen, the story of Elisha and Elijah. Yeah, yeah. and how Elisha, when Elijah threw his cloak over him, he, how Elisha had uh, said, "Okay, I'm being called to be a man of God," and he and he he burned his. He burned his uh, plow and killed his oxen and fed the people and then went and joined Elijah. And, I mean, <laughs> and, and he says, I put a stake in the ground. He says, I have burned my, my plow. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm, I'm going from this day forward, moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I agree with Tom. This is probably one of the best journey groups I've ever led as far as people, guys that are, are really want to be there on the call. I mean, they are doing their assignments, they're journaling, they're sharing from their journals. They're uh, really engaged, you know, so it's it's been fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it, the inter- yeah, one of the interesting things is, is that you speak of journaling, and in a lot of groups I've, I've guided, you know, you've had to really encourage, encourage, encourage the guys to journal because a lot of men don't like to journal. I don't know if these guys like to journal or not, but but they've done it. I mean, we asked them to do it, and they came prepared every time, every man. <laughs> Nobody wanted to not be prepared. <laughs> well, and uh, we really were hoping to get them all together for our commencement, and it looks like we're going to get most of them there for our commencement, and we're tying it into our national summit, which is kind of a unique opportunity. But uh Everybody can't wait to see each other face to face and give each other a hug, and I mean they they just can't wait to, to you know they built a brotherhood over the computer. Yeah, which who would have thought that could happen? Well, you know they could see each other. You know, and the way Zoom works, if you don't know, is that you can put a lot of people on that screen, and having twelve people on there is not a problem at all, and everybody's pretty good size depending upon the, the size of your screen, and when somebody speaks. A yellow light goes around their little rectangle that they're that they're in, mm-hmm. so you know exactly who's speaking, and uh, you could focus on that. It's clear. Uh, we've had very few issues, and uh, you know, and and some of these guys are older, not very technically proficient. Mm-hmm. And they're concerned and they're scared about uh, using the technology to do this, but they've all managed to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It kind of it's kind of funny when you, when everybody's on the screen. If you guys remember the Brady Bunch, it kind of looks like the opening uh, to Brady Bunch, where they're the squares, where they're all above each other and beside each other. It's really cool. But uh, so the technology is good and it and it works really good. You just have to have internet. Got to have a have a computer or a laptop or a phone with a camera so that you, they can see you. But other than that, it's, it's, and it's pretty intuitive and easy to use. So, You know, I think there's one other thing worth mentioning is not only is it this group that's going on, but there is a lady in Springdale who is from India, and she's guiding seven ladies from India through the journey using Zoom. Mm-hmm. And they meet uh, once a week. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't actually been there to see how they're doing, but the reports I'm getting is that, uh, is that they're doing well and uh, they're going a little slower than, than what the normal program would be. But I think that has something to do with their culture. And that's something that we're, we're learning is that the culture is different in a foreign country and that 
creates uh, a little bit of an issue as to how people perceive things should be done. And uh, so you got to work through that. And so you really need to have somebody in that culture to help you through it. Mm-hmm. That they don't have to be in India, but they can be right here. But they can so they can help you through those some of the cultural issues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but God could be using technology to help us get. It's a lot cheaper to lead people over Zoom than it would be to be tr- getting on planes and flying to India and other places, right? So yeah, paying paying for them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I I think it's going to be a cost effective way for us to spread this message, which is the main thing. We want to spread the message and the methodology to as many people as possible because it works and it helps make disciples and help them learn how to make other disciples. You know, Brian, one of the talking about that one of the. Uh, one of the things that I've heard other guys talk about is, well, my sister lives in Tulsa, and uh, I sure would like for her to be able to go through the journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've got a brother that lives in Mountain Home, and I've got uh, nephews that live in Omaha, and I, you know, I'd like to be able to see them go through the journey, and and so they have this intimate abiding relationship with Christ. And I've had other guys say, well, you know. I live in Fayetteville, but my best friend lives in Gravit, <laughs> which is, you know, 40 miles away. Mm-hmm. And they, we can't, it's hard for us to get together to meet, but we can do it using Zoom. Mm-hmm. And, they're, you know, people are talking about how they can connect their relatives or college buddies. And uh, and it's it's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, so so we, I guess we want everybody to understand that this is available. This this technology is available, and we can help you use it and learn how to use it. And we've got multiple licenses, too, that we can maybe help you with as well. But um, so when you're starting your next journey group, when you're praying about who to invite, we want people to start thinking beyond geography. You know, that even if most of your guys are in one or girls are in one location, you could consider bringing a couple people in virtually into your group and whether or not you got a conference room with video conferencing technology or just a laptop or even just a phone with a camera it could be accomplished and so uh so that we just think it's opening our minds and getting outside the box a little bit to new ways to reach more people well you know i now have my uh my board meetings my influencers northwest arkansas board meetings i do it on zoom so I put a I put a laptop at the end of my table, and there may be some people around the table. There may not be, mm-hmm. but the other people are are on their laptops or on their computers at home, and you know they didn't have to drive all the way to Bentonville from Fayetteville or Springdale or wherever they live. Uh, you know, it's more convenient. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can see each other. Yeah, yeah, and we've and we've got our uh, conference room here at the global office set up now with uh, video screens and a cam- good camera and, and microphone. And uh, we're like just this morning we had a, pr- a weekly prayer meeting that we have on Tuesday mornings, uh, six fifteen in the morning. But we had people from all over the country on the call, from all the way from California to Maine, and plus some people around the table here. And you had people uh, from Alabama and other other states. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's really cool how God is allowing us to use technology to connect 
all our influencers out there because that's one thing that's really important is to stay connected and keep encouraging one another because if, if the enemy is going to pick us off, he's going to try to isolate us and get us out there. Or some of the people we want to reach feel isolated, you know, and they wish that there were journey groups there. And we don't know. We, in the past, we didn't know, really know how to help those people. Uh, you know, if they weren't ready to go lead by themselves, now we can. Now we have an avenue to help go where the people are, are needing this. And so we're pretty excited about it. Well, do you think that uh, God is trying to use influencers to to influence the United States, maybe the world? Of course I do. <laughs> I, I mean, I you know me. I think it's this is a move of God, you know, and, and that's why I'm all in for it. Um, I, and it just keeps getting affirmed to me over and over every journey group I lead, but also all the stuff I hear all the time. I get to hear reports from all over the country of life transformation. And, you know, our guys in Frisco, Texas, it's going on fire there. There's guys in Wichita just now started to take it. And, and I keep hearing things like we've never seen anything like this. No, no, we've we've tried lots of different things. Never, nothing has worked like this does. So, this is just something God blessed Rocky with, gave him this anointed message and method. And I know it works, and I know it's for this time of history. You know, to to go do what Jesus asked us to do and go make disciples. So, uh, yes, it works. And the things that the things we just have to figure out is how to get it out there. You know, Rocky always says we're messengers. You know, we just got to keep trying to figure out ways to expose people up to, to, you know, so that's why we're doing podcasts. That's why we're doing uh, version Bible apps, uh, writing blogs, doing stuff in social media. We're just trying to get the message out there so people can figure out that this is available to them. And, you know, the real the real challenge for us is to raise up disciples. Mm-hmm. And this disciples have a sacred responsibility to go and make disciples. Right. And you can use Zoom and you can use this this platform that we've created here to go out and influence people that you know and relatives that you know that don't live where you do. And uh and if you raise up disciples and you encourage them to become disciples and to be and to be guides, that's what that's what we really need is more people out there doing this, saying, "Hey, I want to be a guide." I mean, it it changed my life. It changed the way I think. It changed the way I act. It changes the way I treat my wife and my kids. I want my brother to see this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I've been doing this just as a volunteer and now on staff for three years, for quite about 12 years now, 13 years. And I've just gotten to watch. God's always several steps ahead of us, no surprise, but he's always getting us ready for the next step. And, and, and it's all been evolving. You know, like I remember when I first started, we didn't even have a website, you know, and then he helped us figure out how to do that. And then, and then build a database so we can reach people via email. And, you know, I've just watched it all kind of evolve and this is no different. I think he's getting us ready for more growth because he wants to reach more people because he likes what he sees yeah. and what we're doing. I believe he does. He's pleased with it. So, so yeah, so we, uh, I guess we just want to challenge you all out there to be thinking about how to use technology to, in your next journey group or in your current journey group uh, to see people face to face, even though they're maybe they're traveling. Because every time I've done a journey group, there's guys who are traveling on business, for example. Well, now you can say, hey, you don't have to miss the meeting. You can still join us. 
you know, via Zoom. So we can help you learn how to do all that and, and share with you what we've learned and uh, help help put that technology in your hands to, to help you use it as well. So uh, I want you to contact me if you're interested in that or, or, or your regional directors, and they're all tuned into all this, but we're all still learning about it. But uh, shoot an email to me if you're interested to learn more. Um, my email is bcraig, B-C-R-A-I-G, at influencers.org. Or if you live in one of our existing regions, you know, you know how to get in touch with your, your regional directors. So so any other anything, other comments you would make about technology? And well, I think the on? other thing is, is that we're in danger of uh, having the women influencers uh, beat us on this because uh, Regina Sewell, who's on my board, and Nicole Thompson, who is Jay Thompson's wife, and Jay is the uh, regional director in Memphis, they've started a journey group uh, last night. Of uh, they had eleven women on their on their phone on their Zoom call, and they started a new one. So. Uh, so we've got two women's groups going and only one men's group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's really it's going to be fun to see how this this evolves and all that. So so we just wanted you guys to know about it and uh, to just to, to share the excitement that we have about it and then uh, but then use it. Be, be thinking of how you can use the technology to to help you in, in what you're doing out there as influencers. So. So anyway, I think that's uh, that's probably some the big points we want to want to cover this morning. But uh, we hope you will come to Soto if you, uh, which is our national summit, May second through fifth. If if you haven't registered yet already, we uh, we only have about a hundred spots left, and it's going to fill up really quick. Uh, it's May second through fifth here in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, if you uh, are from another part of the country and want to fly in, there's a couple different airport options you can fly in, and we will provide your transportation to and from the the event. But uh, if you come, you'll get to meet all these virtual journey group guys that we've been taking because they're pretty much most of them are all going to be there, and and we're going to have a uh, a session for about an hour in which these guys. Guys, going to get to talk, tell you what happened, yeah. how they feel about it, and uh, and we'll t- be able to tell you how to use it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have some other. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll. Anyone who's interested in that, we'll have an opportunity to take it a little deeper and, and ask questions and all that. So along with a lot of other great programming we've got in mind uh, and you know, for you guys at at Soto. So so go to the website www.influencers.org to register, and uh, we look forward to, to hopefully seeing all you guys there. So. Anyway, well, uh, this is the Influencers Network podcast. I've been your host, Brian Craig. Uh, Thank you for tuning in today. I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples out there. God bless you guys. me.